7 o'clock hour. Bob Rowe from New Beginnings. And Peter Geiger, editor of the Farmer's Almanac and executive vice president at Geiger. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Hi there. Doing, yes. Doing great. Good to have you here. Good to have you. Thank you. For New Beginnings Maine's website, go to newbeginmaine.org. You can also find them on Facebook at New Beginnings Inc. And uh, agency offices, 207-795-4077. 24-hour for referral services, 795-4070. That's also the emergency shelter. And uh, for the Farmer's Almanac, go to farmersalmanac.com and search Haiti for Peter's blogs. Just actually got back from Haiti. So, Peter, you, you just returned from sixth <laughs> visit now? Yeah, that's my sixth visit. And sixth. You know, the, the last five, I didn't come back with any sickness or anything. Well, this time, I just got nailed. And, yeah. uh, so I'm, I'm sort of on the re- rebound, or I hope I'm on the rebound. But it was a great, great visit. And, the, and the, the country is making progress. But, you know, by our standards, it will never, without power and electricity and, and water all the time. It's and cement stuff. trucks. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I was saying beforehand that we were mixing cement, and it just takes you days to do what you could do if you just had a good old-fashioned cement truck to pour it. But but that's what you do down there, and it's 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 re- more rewarding than anybody will ever know. You know, I'd, I'd like to congratulate you for another spot-on winter weather prediction, but honestly, winter was super painful. So next year, <laughs> if you could be, like, like spot-on about, you know, not having, like, record-breaking snow, we'd really appreciate it. And just, I'll work on it. I know. Just Thank do you. what you can. I will, I will do it. It's all I will do it for you. I know. <laughs> no one else. Just you, Matt. I appreciate that, Peter. It's good. It's okay. nice. Now, Bob, you were here in February during the, during the, the winter from hell. And um, right after winning the SimQuest office makeover, which, you know, came at a pretty good time, benefits your new outreach program and agency headquarters. Um, how's that going? How's, uh, how's things been working with that? Well, we, we had a grand opening and dedication last night. And uh, um, uh, so the, the outreach program will open uh, Friday. And uh, uh, we're excited to be in there. And uh, we were able to dedicate it last night to Ann Geiger. And Peter uh, may want to talk a little bit more about that. But we were very excited to have the support of the Geiger family and all of the supporters that made it possible and uh, we're in there that's good stuff and that Peter, did you want to follow up on that or well it was it was just an amazing event i mean we'll, we'll talk a little bit about about why geiger got involved but you know all the years that i've been involved with every aspect of either education or youth um i don't know how i kind of missed the new beginnings deal because um it was it was a night it was nice i mean I, I ran into people i hadn't seen since high school last night but it was um it was a good event, an outstanding organization doing important work. I mean, when, once you get to be a homeless teen and you, you don't have the support mechanism, it just spins you off for a lifetime of, of crisis. And so I was I was really pleased to be part of it last night. Bob, that really brings me to the importance of your visit with us today. And for those that don't know, how did New Beginnings start and how did it go from where it was to where it is now? Well, it's local people, um, who uh, some of whom worked with agencies, some of whom uh, were volunteers and uh, who who uh, saw a real need. There had been a chronic shortage of foster homes in this area, and um, Saint Andres um, uh, had girls in a group home, but there were no group homes for boys. So the group actually came together uh, with a number of people, including. Uh, Dot Larrabee, who we honored last night, and some other folks like Cecile Zael and uh, 
uh, a number of uh, the superintendent in Buckfield and just people who were who were aware of the need who um, tirelessly worked on a committee that eventually led to the state funding the emergency shelter that New Beginnings runs on 491 Main Street in uh, 1977. And um, so these people were really people who just, you know, it's sort of like Peter's trips to Haiti, I think, mm. probably. You, you go there and you see what's going on and you can't help but be moved. Mm. And once you get moved and get engaged, you yeah. keep feeling obligated and, and not uh, in a negative way, but it's drawn, mm -hmm. really, to doing something more. You know, people people want to help organizations that they know that when they give the money is being used the right way. I mean, you hear so much about big organizations, but when you find a small organization and you know that every every dollar, whether it goes to Haiti or goes to New Beginnings, you know that it's being used for the purposes that you're giving it. And it was actually big for my mom, too. She, you know, she, she was a huge giver, but she really wanted to make sure that every, every dollar was used the right way. We're talking with Peter Geiger and Bob Rowe. We're talking about New Beginnings. Go to newbeginmain.org, of course, for Peter's stuff. You can actually check his latest, uh, his latest blog from Haiti at the Farmer's Almanac. Go to thefarmersalmanac.com or farmersalmanac.com. Don't put a V in there. You'll get all confused. <laughs> 713, 52 degrees. It's Breakfast Club on the Z. Bringing you the 80s, 90s, and today. 720 and 53 degrees here on the Breakfast Club this morning. A little throwback Thursday action. Bob Rose, the executive director of New Beginnings. Peter Geiger is the editor of the Farmer's Almanac and executive VP at Geiger. They join us now here on the Z, second segment for them. Now, Peter, it was in March that the Geiger family uh, made a major contribution to name New Beginnings, New Outreach Center in honor of your mother, Anne. Peter, what was your mother like and, and why New Beginnings? Well, it was, it's, it's a very broad question, um, <laughs> but it gave, me, it gave me the opportunity because my mother and I were very close, and we were really close, I think, because we both were involved in a lot of organizations, as, as were my other brothers and sisters, but she and I in particular, because every time I did something, she wanted to help. If I was cooking at the shelter, she'd call me to find out what I'm making, and am I doing it right, and am I cooking it right, and all that kind of stuff. So she and I were just closer than close, and, and, our, and our thread was, was um, community involvement and, and giving and, and doing it well. But as I said last night, she was born, um, her brother had died before she was born. Her mother died when she was born. And so she had no brothers and sisters. Her father uh, married an ex-nun who had some mental health problems. And so all of her life, she was very uh, by herself. There was no uncles, aunts, cousins, anything. And so then she somehow um, meets Ray Geiger, who's Mr. Outgoing. She's Miss Introvert. And uh, as I said last night, they there was a party in which she was invited to, and she said, is Ray Geiger going to be there? And they said, no, 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 no. And he was like a womanizer, according to, or in, in, in her mind. So she shows up, and sure enough, my father's there. And um, meanwhile, my mother's father had leukemia, and she was uh, in, about to die, and she needed blood. My father donated blood, and it weakened him, so he married her and all that stuff. So anyway, th this is a, a very solitary kind of woman, very introverted, didn't want any attention. And she marries this guy who's now editing the Farmer's Almanac, six million copies, and she's the editor for food. She didn't know how to cook, but she learned everything that she did. And so she moved to Maine, and when she came up here, um, she raised a great family, and she was a, an incredible role model for us. But she was always giving, and uh, giving very quietly, and she always, always found unique organizations to give to. I mean, she was doing Mother Teresa stuff. She was 
doing things for Heifer International, Smile Train, just really great stuff. But everything, and also things local. So here was this woman who was who came to Maine, five children, had to raise them in a, in, a, in an area in which she wasn't, you know, she didn't grow up in, had no support. Um, but it didn't deter her. She she was intellectual. She was compassionate. And when it came to donating, she she wasn't going to give money to organizations that were paying the executive director big bucks. And I've always kept in mind how she analyzed things before she made donations. And she just um, so so when the new so when when she passed away, which was uh, January thirtieth of of uh, last year. Gene and I decided we want to put her name on something. And so there were some opportunities, but then we got connected to the new beginnings. As I said last night, I'm really surprised that over all these years, I really didn't know much about them. I think my mom and I had given a few items for you know somebody moving into an apartment or something, but we, we certainly weren't connected, and I, I couldn't have told you anything about them. But once we, we talked to Bob and to Rachel and, and kicked the tires and saw the organization and saw what they were going to do and looked at the building as it was being constructed by Hebert, um, it was a, it was a love affair. I mean, it, it, I got to put my mother's name on anything that had to do with health and wellness or any other any other function. But this was this was the moment in time. And as I was joking with Bob, you know, we have Ray Geiger at one end of College Street, the Geiger Elementary School, and you got Ann Geiger down at the other end of the street. Um, it, I and my brother and my and my family wanted to remember her in a way that was significant. Would she have wanted to have her? name on a building absolutely not would she would she would she have enjoyed last night no she wouldn't have but you know what she's not around to to protest and um we're very happy to be connected it's 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 significant in our in our minds and our hearts and the organization itself is doing really important work i mean i'm i've been in education i have a scholarship fund for montella students who go to college but the work that they're doing is critical because this is sort of the last opportunity to to help students uh, young young people and to to give them that direction that they need i mean my mother was resilient she wasn't she wasn't hurting for anything but she didn't have that love and, and attention as a child but she didn't let it dissuade her as an adult peter geiger editor of the farmer's almanac and executive vp at geiger and bob bro the executive director at new beginnings are in this hour for more information on new beginnings go to newbeginmain.org or find them on Facebook. Look for New Beginnings, Inc. You're listening to The Breakfast Club. We'll have more coming up. It's 725. 53 degrees. Throwback Thursday, Z1055. No matter what the calendar reads, it's always in season to keep your vehicle. It's a throwback Thursday on The Breakfast Club. Peter Geiger and Bob Brower in. They're talking about New Beginnings. Go to newbeginmain.org for more information. Or you can find them on Facebook at New Beginnings, Inc. Now, this year's New Beginning, uh, this year New Beginnings celebrating 35 years, almost as old as me. Um, improving the lives of run, runaway and homeless youth. I, I haven't improved anybody's life, unfortunately. Do the majority come from Lewiston, Auburn, and the surrounding towns? Do they come to you? Do you have to go out on the streets to find them? How does that work, Bob? All of those things. Um, we, we have an emergency shelter. It's the last 24-hour shelter in the state of Maine. Um, and that shelter, which sometime this year will have served its 8,000th youth, uh, um, sees kids from everywhere because of the need. It's a short-term emergency stay where youth can kind of reestablish themselves in a safe setting and uh, begin to recover from the trauma of being on the street or having been evicted from their home or moved from a foster care placement or um, living on the street. So. Um, that's really our trauma center, our, our emergency room, if you will. 
But uh, our drop-in center, which is uh, also uh, uh, what we're talking about today at uh, College Street, uh, sees mostly Lewiston, Auburn kids, and uh, we see about 400 a year. And uh, that's much more local because it's kids right here in town who um, are in desperate need of uh, some kind of support, safety, and opportunity. Um, and that program, um, um, as I said, is, is more local-based. We go out on the street. We have uh, youth workers who uh, uh, comb the woods and uh, down by the river and under the bridge mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. literally in the gas lines of the city uh, finding youth that uh, staying warm in the winter. Um, and they can come in, get a shower, get a, uh, something to eat, and just feel safe. Um, and then what we hope to do in that in that uh, time is to listen well enough with enough positive energy that they'll begin to talk with us mm -hmm. and take the first step to maybe trying to think about what mixed in this situation. What kind of results do you have? I mean, is it measurable what kind of results you're having? Like, has anybody ever said like, hey, what's the percentage of kids that have gone <laughs> to your place and done well? I mean, I've never yeah. heard that here or anything, but you yeah. know, just... Well, you know, uh, earlier uh, when we were talking, Peter talked about his mother, Ann Geiger, uh, being very resilient and uh, having to come to a new area uh, and having the wherewithal to kind of uh, determinedly make a, a life for herself. And a lot of the youth that we see have been in very difficult situations. The negative side of that, of course, is... Uh, that you um, suffer a great deal. But the positive side is you build that kind of character that allows you mm -hmm. to carry yourself through very difficult times. Um, and um, one of the things that we deliberately try to think about uh, building and then measuring is resilience. And uh, I'm glad Peter has talked about that quite a lot in his talk about his mother. Um, it can be measured in terms of uh, people um, showing up for appointments when the most important thing is getting something to eat, you make a counseling session, uh, you're showing a great deal of re resilience. Uh, youth who come um, um, oftentimes don't have a lot of um, ability to plan into the future because mm -hmm. they're living in the here and now. So. Uh, it's necessary. So when we look at some of the measures, we'll look at things about the ability to plan and to, to think about the future and to begin to, to place themselves or imagine themselves in, in a different setting, doing different things, returning to school maybe. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we measure those things. All our grantors require um, some kind of measures. The United Way asks us questions about the number of kids getting jobs, returning to school, and we do a lot of reporting on that. People want to know that their, their money is, is doing something positive, and we try very hard to be able to articulate that. Um, um, so those are the kinds of things that we do. Bob Burrow from New Beginnings. He's in here with Peter Geiger, who's the editor of the Farmer's Almanac. For more information about New Beginnings, go to newbeginmaine.org. 
We'll have more coming up at 743 and 53 degrees. The Breakfast Club on the Z. The Breakfast Club. The news continues now. Always learning something new. Bob Rowe is in, the executive director at New Beginnings, and Peter Geiger's in. He's the editor of the Farmer's Almanac, executive VP over at Geiger. For more information about New Beginnings, Maine, go to newbeginmaine.org. That's newbeginmaine.org. Now, I heard that you had a former youth testify in the U.S. Senate recently in a committee held by Senator Collins. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I had actually read a little bit about that on Senator Collins' Facebook Oh, yes, yesterday. that was very exciting. Um, we... Um, New Beginnings uh, has uh, the program I haven't talked about is our transitional living program. That program is designed for older youth who uh, may not be able to return home. And uh, they have their own apartments, um, and uh, our youth workers work with them and case managers to develop independent living skills. Um, we had a, a, a young woman for a while who uh, was able to take advantage of that, and one of the great uh, accomplishments that she uh, was able to uh, have make happen was finishing school, finishing high school, and then uh, going on to college. Mm. So um, that program is funded by Housing and Urban Development, or HUD, and by the Runaway Homeless Youth Act, uh, HUD furnishing the housing and the Homeless Youth Act furnishing the case management and the support. So that um, Senator Collins uh, is a, a sponsor of the Runaway and Homeless Youth Act and a great supporter of uh, shelters and homeless youth programs around the country, but also a great supporter of public housing. And mm. uh, she um, was holding a hearing on uh, youth in a HUD and access to housing. And uh, we had this young woman uh, had the opportunity to, to get down and uh, testify in the Dirksen Senate hearing room yesterday about her experience and her success. She, she now is a, a, an associate teacher um, um, with an elementary education degree and, and uh, hoping shortly to be hired to be uh, an elementary school teacher. So it's a story of success and uh, I think Senator Collins uh, uh, w was looking to make sure that that was heard through this hearing, and uh, uh, we were very pleased and delighted to be asked to uh, find somebody to go down and talk about that success. That would be pretty amazing to be in a hearing in, in Washington, to be part <laughs> of it, because I saw Cindy Lauper was there, and you know, just to be part of that, um, and, but it is a story that needs to be told by somebody who's lived the story. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't heard. I, I'm very anxious to meet with them and talk about how it went. How will the Ann Geiger Center for New Beginnings benefit the community, and, and what are your current needs, and how can people get involved? Um, the, the, uh, the center itself, uh, the drop-in, uh, is open uh, uh, regularly at, uh, in, in the afternoon and evening for those youth who uh, walk through the door or are referred to us or find us in, in any of the various ways they might, um, and provides um, um, uh, safety, uh, food, clothing. Um, most frequently, the biggest success that we uh, would like to talk about is they're really in need of housing. And uh, people have become very resourceful and develop positive relationships with landlords and with public housing entities and other um, uh, appropriate uh, 
um, kinds of placements. And so housing those youth is really the biggest and most important service that we provide uh, after safety. So um, we, we've uh, uh, just finished this stage of our work. We, we, we raised a considerable amount of money with the, the support of community members like Geiger and others. Um, and uh, what we um, now need to do is uh, finish. We have uh, a wonderful gymnasium and we have uh, um, the opportunity with a stage and uh, we're, we're excited about the uh, arts that we might be able to uh, have available to the youth through that. So we have another $100,000 to raise and we'll be uh, beginning that process yeah. right away. Well, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to actually match um, up to twenty thousand dollars what you were able to raise during the month of May. So, um, so I'm going to do another twenty. Um, I'm up to twenty, uh, depending upon what you can raise during the oh, month of May. Geez, so yeah. that will that will actually help, yeah. uh, at least engage other people. So um, anyway, I know we've done some, but I'm breaking do, news I'm, on the Z. I yeah, actually, yeah. I was going to say I was going to say it last night, but I said I'll wait till this show and. Well, uh, but I'll do twenty. Up to twenty thousand, but for the, see what you raise in May, and I'll do up to twenty thousand of that. Oh, that's so exciting! Yeah. Thank you. That's mm -hmm. that's really great. That's uh, that's great stuff, guys. For more information about the campaign, visit newbeginmain.org, and that's newbeginmain.org. There'll be a tab on there for the building campaign, and for their website again, newbeginmain.org. To check out the Farmers Almanac and see Peter's blog for his trips to Haiti, go to farmersalmanac.com. You can also find them on Facebook. I like them on Facebook. They've got some cool stuff they put on there, the Farmer's Almanac for that. And, of course, you can find New Beginnings on Facebook as well. Just look for New Beginnings, Inc. Guys, thank you very much. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Great. Really, really appreciate it. Yep. It's 7.57. It's 53 degrees. You're listening to The Z. The Breakfast Club. Take center stage.